Welcome to Resilience Unraveled. Hi everybody and welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a podcast that examines all aspects of personal and organisational resilience. A huge all-encompassing subject that covers the ability to thrive in life by harnessing your cognitive, emotional, physiological and contextual abilities. I share stories from people who have thrived despite remarkable obstacles, as well as highly successful practitioners and experts across a range of topics. And this podcast introduces their amazing stories and expertise, as well as my own reflections, perspectives, strategies and tips, which come from my own synthesis of themes and trends from wider learning. You can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and eBooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Unraveled. So, let's get started. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to Resilience Unraveled. And uh, I'm joined today by uh, Scott Warwick, which is a really interesting name, isn't it? And uh, Scott's actually waving at the camera now, which, as I, as he probably doesn't know, that I have a face for radio, that uh, we're only recording the audio, Scott, so there's no point waving. Unless you're waving okay. at me, which is really lovely. I got you. I got you. <laughs> actually, you're, you're absolutely right. My dad's side of the family is from Britain, and we used to be Warwick, and we yes. were on the wrong side of that battle and ran and got away to America. Well, what can I say? Yes. Uh, well, well I, and I can, we can already tell by the description and the and the accent that you're from across the pond. So, um, where in the world are you? I am in Columbus, Ohio. Actually, I'm in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Right. Um, the the only thing Ohio or Columbus is famous for is probably the Ohio State Buckeye football team. But we do more than that. And uh, I'm an old Ohio boy. Been around here for years. And uh, uh, if you just Google Columbus, Ohio, you will see where I live out on the east side by the airport purposefully so that I can fly anywhere I need to go. Perfect. Brilliant. Well, you better tell us what it is that you do. I have a very unusual background for the brain book that I wrote. I'm an attorney oh, and okay. I've, I've been actually a human resource guy for 41 years. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm 62 uh, never plan on retiring because I absolutely love what I, I'll die if I retire. Yeah, most so people do. Just, yeah, they, they, they do. And so, um, but I got into human resources and everything became so legalistic yeah. in America in the 19, late 80s and early 90s that I went back to law school. Um, I actually worked at a bank all day and then went to law school at night, got my law degree. And nice. I have had my own private practice now for uh, 21 years. I've been practicing employment law for 27 years. Wow. Uh, uh, and just to sort of tip my hand here, I don't know if anybody's paid much attention, but this mental health brain damage crisis is going through the legal profession like a tornado. Yeah. Um, we Burnout. set a record last year for yeah. depression and suicide. Yeah. And, um, and, and some, sometime soon, someone's going to notice that just throwing pills at the problem <laughs> doesn't fix this you know shock horror i know that you know medicine sponsored by the the drug companies but yeah someone somewhere is going to notice it soon so um well you've mentioned so the, the healing brain a couple of times so you better tell us a little bit yes. about this concept 
Yeah, and I fell into this by total accident. Um, in 1993, my oldest son, Michael, was born. And he was, you know, from a very early age, started acting differently, more withdrawn, very staccato speech. And so it actually took us until 2001 to get him diagnosed. And he was diagnosed with Asperger's autism. Oh my goodness. And he's in good company. Uh, yeah. Einstein was yeah. Asperger's. Yeah. Um, Edison, uh, Sir Isaac Newton, you know, these are the people that are really, really smart. We call them nerds. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. Okay. And, and the good thing well, is now we recognize that. That's all we intellect, don't we? I'm hoping. Mm. I am hoping. But uh, we'll talk about the bullying here in maybe a second. But in 2001, we finally got him diagnosed. And we went to, now I was an attorney, um, just started my own practice. And so we went to the absolute best board certified psychiatrists that we could find every single one of them and mind you we're paying 400 or 450 dollars an hour to psychiatrists who did not take insurance no well they wouldn't oh no of course not they are, are too good they are too yeah. important for that so yeah. anyway here's what we're told it's just the way his brain is wired that's the way he was that's the way he's born uh, if it was chemical we could do more about it with drugs. And of course, Western medicine, that's what we want to do. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. And so my wife and I were devastated. And this one top psychiatrist uh, who's still in practice today um, said, well, he's he might need a special high school. He might not be mainstreamed. And he probably won't go to college because he won't be able to handle the stress. Oh, and oh my gosh. And for me, uh, and my wife, both of us college educated, we were devastated. Yeah. So um, being the uh, the stubborn person I am, I hit the internet. Now, thank God the internet was out there. Yeah. And I started doing research. And for the next four, four and a half years, um, I went through hundreds of hours of neuroscience videos, not from the practitioners, but from the neuroscientists, yeah. researchers at Cambridge, researchers at UCLA, just all across the world. And I found out that everything we were told by our psychiatrists was wrong. Yeah, It was wrong. The human brain is an amazing, amazing yeah. mechanism, most complicated mechanism in the universe that we know yeah. of. That's right. If, if you give it a chance. Yeah. It will regrow. And so we took my son. I flew with my son. My wife stayed home with our youngest son. In 2006, in January, flew Michael to the Amon Clinics in Reston, Virginia. And they're doing something called nuclear SPECT scans. And most people don't recognize the difference. They'll go get an MRI on the brain or something. A MRI shows structural damage. Yeah. Like if a soccer player or a basketball player or somebody has a concussion, they'll give them an MRI. Yeah. It'll show strokes and clots and things, but it doesn't show how the brain is functioning. An MRI looks the same as a live person as it does on a dead one. Yeah. They're just super up, you know, uh, steroid driven x-rays. So a spec scan showed us exactly what was burning too hot yeah. in his brain and what wasn't burning hot enough. So took all this nutrition, all this water that you have to drink, 
vitamins, therapies to rebuild his brain, flew him back, and the whole family went this time, in 2008. And his brain had rewired itself about 10 or 15% better. His coordination was, everything was getting better. And the teachers were telling us, what did you do? Mm. This is, he's like a whole new kid. Mm. And now here's the kicker here is my wife said, okay, now that we're here getting scans, you're getting a scan. And I said, no, I don't need a scan. We're here for Michael. She goes, oh no, you're nuts. You're getting a scan. You're nuts. And it, it tends to be slightly hereditary, doesn't it? Not always, but it can be, can't it? Oh, a lot of mental disorders are hereditary. Yeah. Uh, mine came from abuse over the years. Yeah. So you see, a lot of people can relate to that. Mm. And, and I want you to think of the amount of bullying that's going on right now to a child's brain. Mm. Um, a child's brain is so much more susceptible to damage than an adult brain because it doesn't have the protective myelin sheath. Yeah. So when you flood your body, bullying, uh, if, if your car won't start or your computer won't work, Okay, uh, you'll get distress. That means your your adrenal glands that sit on top of your kidneys will go off. Twenty percent of that's going to go to your brain mm. and burn it. Okay, when you get bullied by another human being, mm. you release three times the cortisol and adrenaline, and that will burn your brain to a crisp in a very short period of time. And that's what's happening across the globe. Well, make a long story short, I didn't think anything was wrong with me. And I saw my scans and I could read them by then. I had full-blown post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Bad, very bad. Um, yeah. That's obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, panic attacks, depression, hot spots in my temporal lobes. And understand that most people walking around have, yeah. that, that have been diagnosed with something, actually have four different diagnoses. Mm. So, so it's not just one simple thing. And so Michael and I, we got religion and for the next several years changed our attitudes. Um, I, 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 I dropped clients that were just not worth the cortisol and adrenaline. Yeah, good. You know, you're, you're not worth. And I'll tell you, we discovered in 2018 that this constant flooding of adrenaline and cortisol, mostly the cortisol, gives you Alzheimer's. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, my God. Yeah. Scared the bejeebies out of me. So. We went in 2020, right in the middle of COVID, had to drive 400 miles one way, okay? Got our scans. Michael's scan today is 75% improved. Really? Mine is about 85% better. And my OCD is completely cured. All so, of the hotspots on my temporal lobes are gone. Yeah, and, and actually what's fascinating about this process, which, you know, we, we sort of know about neuroplasticity and such like and the idea yes. of rewiring because we, you know, from the temporal lobe experiments in the um, lobotomization of people and we know about um, electric shock treatment and electric shock therapy. We know about people have half a brain. We know literally the brain finds a new way to rewire its own circuits. So, yes. so talk to me a little bit about um, the actual practice of rewiring and the way you're describing it. Okay, very good, because things we just take for granted, okay? And um, I know it's not as much of an addiction in Europe as it is over here in the United States, but uh, one, one out of four people eat fast food in America yeah. every day. Ultra high processed food, yeah. Oh my God, the yeah. fat, the every, And so it's, it is, and I always ask, well, what one thing do you do? It isn't one thing. It is your entire lifestyle. 
Okay, so you, you got to change the way you live. Okay, yeah. first and foremost, uh, Harvard Medical College, uh, the American Psychological Association, both agree the number one threat to your health is chronic ongoing distress. Yeah. 80%. And, and Scott, Scott, I want to just yeah. jump in here and absolutely Great. compliment you because you're the first person who actually calls it out as it is because there's you stress and distress and we've oh, yes. lost the meaning of the word and it is distress isn't it it's oh. energy energy to cope with with negative yes. perceived events so you are you so that. right and look at well they can't see your background but i love your background it's so peaceful it makes you think you wish you were on a beach that is it and so let me give you an idea and the whole idea of stress management, and most people I hear, when we talk about mental health, nobody's talking about the brain. And the mm -hmm. brain will just naturally rewire if you don't treat it like a soccer ball. And number one thing on my list that I put in the book is get as many jackasses out of your life as humanly possible. Do you know what? I think Anyone. people don't understand this, do they? But I mean, there's, there was an old no. course many, many years ago and um, in this country. It was run by the gas company. And they talked about two types of people. I mean, there's always more than two types of people, but they talked about people who were drainers and people who yes. were radiators. And it's about energy. And um, it always stuck yeah. with me because it was funny because it was like about gas and radiators and drainers, you know, that sort of stuff. But you're so right. You know, I talk to people who say, I've got a friend and they just make me feel horrible because they drain all my energy, like energy vampires. Well, get rid. Yeah. Move on. You know, that person's right. reached their, the end of their usefulness. And, um, oh, and of and course, drainers, drainers love um, radiators because, of course, you know, a vampire can only suck energy out of someone who has it. Yes. So that's the case. I, I love those it? analogies. I love those analogies because those are things we can all relate to. Yeah. Simple. And if you think of it, the human body only exists to carry your brain around. It's a transportation mechanism. And I still get doctors today that, I mean, I got a, a dear friend of mine that I'm working with, and we're going to send her and her daughter to go get scanned. Uh, uh, her daughter has uh, uh, Crohn's disease, which is a terrible, yeah. terrible Very nasty. inflammation of the intestines. Nasty. And it causes her so much stress. Her gastroenterologist said that, well, the anxiety that she has, it's, it's a totally separate problem. And I'm like, no, it's not. This kid floods her body with cortisol and adrenaline because she's afraid of going to the emergency room. Then she goes, she's been to the emergency room three or four or five times every year. Yeah. Of course, that's burning her brain. And here's what we don't get. Your brain feels like soft room temperature butter mm. or yogurt. And so if you spray massive amounts, and remember, all 20% of all that cortisol and adrenaline is going right to 2 or 3% of your brain. Yeah. It will. This is why. Now, I'll tell you, this is exactly why in America, five times as many soldiers are coming home from the war and committing suicide than got killed in the war. Yeah. So it's actually it's actually safer for their bodies to go running into battle well, than yeah, to come yeah. home and be around with their gun. The irony is that you need mental, <sighs> you need cognitive acuity to be able to reason, yes. to be able to defeat the brain's natural mechanisms. And of course, the, the temporal, you know, frontal 
um, temporal lobe doesn't mature till you're 23, that's your command center. So we send kids into war at 16 and then wonder why they're, they're messed up when they come back at 19. And uh, and then you wonder why, if you have a society that doesn't look after and care for those people, why they're out shooting people and generally getting into trouble. Because you're right, the brain yeah. has to be re- it has to be retrained. You have to be able to yes, learn to to harness your thoughts, to 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 shepherd your natural resources. And I love where you started yeah. with, with food and nutrition, because you know the old adage is you put rubbish in, you get rubbish out. It's absolutely true, and it starts with nutrition. Yeah. You know, the brain has to be hydrated and it has to have the yes. right blend of glucose and fat. Simple. You're hitting everything on the head. And what I'd like to do with, and actually I'm working with a lot of companies, we're going to start programs. Uh, we're, we have a brain healthy workplace. Yeah, good. I mean, as most people are on psychiatric meds. So what does that mean? Okay, first of all, I need to educate people in what they do every day. First of all, you got to get as many people who, who, who basically suck the life out of you gone. Good. Then- just all kinds of things. You got to drink half your weight in ounces in water every day. Hmm. Every day. You're going to pee a lot. That's okay. You're flushing your body. You need to eat good whole grains, vegetables, uh, a healthy diet that we all know about. But here's the problem. You absolutely have to take a, a an approved multivitamin packet, not a vi- multivitamin pill, but there's all kinds of vitamins and minerals you're not getting in your body even if you are a real health nut, because if you, and actually this study uh, came out, I believe of Oxford. Um, If you ate an orange from 1970 to get the same vitamin A today, you'd have to eat eight. Yeah. That, oh, and I'll tell you every month I get a massage. Yeah. That releases those used stress chemicals. Okay. Mm. Animals, pets are great therapy. Uh, At one point we had four cats and two dogs. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, that's a lot of kitty litter. Yeah, I will tell, tell you, yeah. but that is great therapy because yeah. you get those used stress chemicals. Um, uh, you got to get a hobby. If your work is all you do, you're going to die a miserable death. Uh, now, for me, it's and, photography. And, and here's the rub. Yeah. So people listen to this stuff and they say, yeah. oh, it can't be that simple. You know, I need something. I need something better. I mean, no doubt you're going to say meditation. And med- oh, no, yeah. meditation again. You know, that old chestnut, you know, blah, 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 blah. But but there's a, but there's these things have a purpose. And it is and it yes. is for me the blending of it. It's like a recipe. It's not about right. saying we have meditation because, you know, it's part because you know, everybody has to. And we think it's great because some people don't, yeah. don't use meditation and work for them. So you, right. it's, a, it's about how you put together a holistic sort of program for yourself, isn't it? You are so correct. And, and and I'll tell you, this is one of those things when I go in and I preach meditation. I've got meditation CDs and things like this. Actually, I've got them on my phone. Um, but I will tell you, I explain, think about what you're doing. And I show people, here's how the brain rewires. And think about this. Every month you are given 100,000 brand new brain cells. There, there, you got brain and this upset some people, but it's true. You've got baby stem cells in your brain until you die. Yeah. So this month, uh, I have grown, it's towards the end of February, uh, I have grown 100,000 new brain cells in my brain, and each one of those can grow 10 to maybe 100 sprouts. Yeah. So I could be rewiring my brain with a million connections. Now, if yeah, but, I don't treat Scott, my brain... But Scott, yeah. this is the challenge, isn't it? Because we could be wiring our brain with... Um, 
poorly equipped telomeres, you know, the things on the ends of the brainstem, you know, things that yes. link together. So we could be growing all those, um, that brain capacity without the ability to link things together. And this is, and this comes from poor fats. It comes from poor diet, poor nutrition. There and the go. other thing, and the other thing is, well, well, maybe we're growing 100,000, but we might be just killing off five and a half million, yeah. you know, in a day. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Eating at McDonald's. Why don't yeah. you just, I mean, honestly, why don't you just eat, um, you know, arsenic? Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, it's so you, you, I mean, absolutely. You understand this, this stuff intimately, um, but you got to, this is why farmers plow a field. Yeah. You don't, and it's coming on spring. And I just love my, my mom's parents had a farm and I love a freshly tilled field and you see all this stuff. No farmer is going to go out there and just throw grain out there just throw seeds out there when you don't drink your water meditation you are taking those 100,000 brain stem cells or and or connections and you're connecting them yeah they've done uh scans on buddhist monks their frontal lobes are actually bigger yes that's right. we can actually measure the connection between your fight or flight system your amygdalas and your brain and your and your frontal lobes after a few months and we can actually see the connections growing so you're right all this stuff is like well that's common sense but understand this is what your brain needs and i tell my my clients you need to picture in your brain these and i show them what a stem cell looks like what they look like when they're growing together first and foremost when you are meditating when you are uh, looking positive upon things, okay? You don't go on there on the internet and overwhelm yourself with war and everything else because I don't want to wire my brain like that. And I'm well, he, certainly not going to watch video games that show somebody it. getting blown apart. And what people don't realize, and we had a guest on here, I can't remember the, the person, this is not my research, but um, this is their research. And what they discovered is that um, it's actually extraordinarily stressful for your brain to see yourself online so when we're doing this zoom meeting which is what we're doing now or a teams meeting it's actually very unusual the brain finds it stressful to be looking at yourself isn't that interesting mm -hmm. in the way now we're thinking about work and rolling forward and building hybrid work structures and such oh, yeah. like and you have poor yeah. leaders and managers who just want people to come in because they're not very good at managing people and oh, that's not creating a brain-friendly working culture is it and oh, no. and i mean the thing is you know um if we talk about psychological safety, which is the ability to operate in a safe place, you know, without the fear of bullying and everything else. The fact is that productivity rises and it's only the poor managers that don't get, they're actually acting like a decent, straightforward human being. Oh, is, yes. It gets you productivity, you know, that yelling, yeah. screaming, shouting, jumping around the place, you know, yeah. punitive action, all that sort of stuff. It's just so yeah. last century, isn't it? It is, but uh, I will tell you, one of the best studies ever to come out on stress in the workplace are actually the Whitehall studies. Yes. Uh, over, oh yeah, right down the street from you that are yeah. magnificent as to what the body does when it's under great stress. Number one, number one cause of heart disease. Yeah. It's actually 40% worse than smoking. Yeah. So when your gut's going off because you're, and let's be honest, uh, here in America, somebody's a good technician, they're a good engineer, they're a good uh, x-ray tech, a good nurse, we promote them. Yeah. Now, here's the rub. In the organization, you cannot have a brain-healthy environment if your supervisors cannot address and resolve conflict. Yeah. 
period, because they will not deal with the bullies. They don't know how to coach. And it's really interesting. I uh, uh, am flying out uh, next week. I'm going to spend three days with a client. Everybody in the organization is going to go through this. And two days are going to be spent with just the supervisors and managers to, first of all, teach them how to take care of their brain, why this works. And second, here's how what emotional intelligence is. And it's a healthy brain to keep control of your ego and emotions. And here's how you address and resolve conflict. If you cannot address and resolve conflict, you are going to spend your life on a handful of psychiatric medications, which on average, only 21% of those Need. are helping you. Yeah. And, and yeah. this is the point, isn't it? Because conflict is a natural form of human interaction. And, and I yes. always say conflict is, uh, is inevitable, but fighting is optional. And it's that bit. I love that, that. Yeah, it's a difference. My colleague says it all the time. Um, yeah. But um, it's true because actually conflict is just a manifestation of difference. And we want difference in the workplace. Uh, we want diversity. We want, you know, people to come. And it's good to hire people who are different to us, but we're going to get conflicts. And that should be the source of innovation, learning yes. massively. Isn't it interesting now how um, people are coming out of this pandemic, coming out of this financial crash and saying, where's all the new ideas? Yes. You know, where is the new idea? Where well, is the yeah. new idea that we got after the yeah. 30s, after the Great Depression? Keynes, 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 you know, Keynes and all that lot. What about yeah, the, Keynes. you know, after the Second World War and all that, you know, the big plans? Yeah. It's nothing now because actually no one's innovating anymore because we've lost that capacity to, you know, have that ability to come up with a good ideas and have conflict. And now look, look today, oh, yes. everybody, everybody creates the facts. You know, a scientist comes up with something that's provable and somebody else say, hey, 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 that's not true. It's this. And my mate on yeah. Facebook says, that, you know, this is this is madness. This is the modern world. Yeah. Now, look, I'm fascinated. And I also know you've written a book, which I'm just about to buy. So I'm on Amazon at the <laughs> moment because I can find it on Amazon.co.uk. But you better yeah. tell people all about this, Scott, before I buy the stocks. Okay. Well, uh, this book is uh, uh, took about uh, 15 years to write. It's all my research and it tells my story. And the reason I put that in there is so people can relate that you, you if you, I was always tough and you got to tough this out. You're, well, maybe seals are tough and they're killing themselves. So I talk about all the things that happened to me all the way going back to childhood. And this is the absolute mess that it did to my brain. And I tell the story of my son who was born this way. So we've got a great combination here in that no matter what your condition, you can repair your brain. Now, how much your brain needs repaired? Okay, that's an individual type of thing. Yeah, thing. But then I get into talking all about here's how your brain works. So when you're meditating, you're picturing that you're rewiring your brain. When you are bowling, when you go to a soccer match, you're releasing all these eustress chemicals like salve to help heal your brain. And we can all relate to that. And then the last half of the book, I go through all of, I have like 11 steps that was in my program. I share what I did, compare what Michael does. Salads are a big thing with me. I love certain things on my salad. Michael eats a completely different type of salad than I do. Michael's salad would make me sick. Yeah. Everybody's got to find their lifestyle. And, and if you give the brain a chance, it will repair itself. Most of the people out there with OCD, depression, anxiety can be greatly improved if not cured. And to prove it, you don't have to believe anything I'm saying. I put my scans and Michael scans in there. I've got, I've got authenticated documentation. And I'll tell you, I don't put anything in the book 
that I couldn't enter into evidence in court. Yeah. And so, and, yeah, it's on Amazon. From what you're and, saying, if you're in the workplace, for goodness sake, treat people's brains better because that's the secret to being a great leader and oh, yes. productivity. Yes. And the way we're treating each other today in America, it is norm now that if somebody disagrees with you, you attack. Yeah. We don't we don't use conflict to build relationships. Just so no. it's okay to disagree. We have people in the United States who are attacking the Capitol building. I know. Oh and, my and gosh. People, people forget that the art of debate is for mutual learning, not yeah. for mutual self-destruction. And I think we're all forgetting this. But, you know, we're going through, in a sense, we're going through technology change, which is quicker, more deep and more um, successful than any other change we've experienced in history. So we're going to struggle with some of this. Now, Scott, here's a confession. I could talk to you about this all night, but I need to respect for your time. So, as I said, how can people get in touch with you? How can people find you? Tell us about the book and tell us uh, as, as where to buy it, more importantly, because you've told right. us what it's called. So a bit more well, info if, on that. If you go to my website, first of all, to get in touch with me or even to see the free videos that I put out there, just cool. go to scottwarrick.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-A-R-R-I-C-K.com. And uh, I get hits from all over the world. I love that. Uh, there's information there on everything I do. There are free videos on repairing your brain because I think this is so important. we got to get this out to the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's also a page for each of the books. And if you go to Amazon, which is everywhere, uh, just enter my name, Scott Warwick. And this book and my others will all come up and um, I make it very easy to find me. And honestly, if you if you don't want to get the book, just I appreciate if you get the book and then pass it on to the next person. But I've got folks in the evening all over the world, even in Poland, they are going on the website and they're watching the video at night which i i assume they can speak english because i don't speak yeah. polish oh, and I mean, uh i love po that. polish people speak they're naturally gifted in linguistics i mean the whole of that oh, central, okay. central eastern european thing is uh is, yes. a, is a thing of wonder when it comes to languages scott it's yeah. been a joy to talk to you today and actually that linguistic thing and brain healing is another thing you can do to heal your brain is to learn a different language yes yeah yeah anyway yes before we start again because i know we could um, I want to thank <laughs> no. you so much for taking time with us. It's been a joy to talk with you today. Oh, and um, scottwarwick.com with W-A-R-R-I-C-K, not, w not the way correct. we spell it in the UK, and amazon.co.uk yeah. and amazon.com. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, Scott. Thank you. You take care. Hi, everybody. I hope you found that episode useful and interesting. Feedback is always welcomed, and if you are in the mood to subscribe to us or even leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be amazing. If you want to suggest ideas or even people you would like me to interview, then reach out to us at qedod.com forward slash contact. As I said earlier, you can go to qedod.com forward slash podcast for show notes or follow the links. And you can go to qedod.com forward slash extras to access offers, tools and resources, including free articles and ebooks. For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com, then search for Resilience Unraveled. I look forward to being in your ear next time around. Take care.